victims, for those of you who delight in dread, who fantasize about fear, who glorify gore, welcome. You have found the place where the horror returns. Listeners, beware. This podcast contains major plot spoilers in the foulest of language. Join us in celebrating the old and the new, the best and the worst in horror. This is the podcast that proves the horror never ends. Each episode, we seek out and normally review a brand new horror movie, then go back and find a classic work with similar themes. Uh, We are doing a special uh, year in horror. We try to do about one of these a quarter. This is going to be the year in horror 1974, and we think you guys are going to love it because the last one we did, which was 1971, uh, guys, it's our third most downloaded uh, episode to date. Really? Yeah, so... Check that out. I think that, uh, that the people like hearing the year in horror, so we're going to keep doing them. Um, we're definitely going to include spoilers. These are all from 1974, so if you're listening to this podcast, you've probably seen them. Um, we may, uh, from time to time, use some four-letter words. Uh, if you've been with us for a while, you know this. If you're new to the show and we picked up a couple of new listeners again last week, we seem to be picking them up every week, which is awesome. Um, but yeah, we'll definitely use four-letter words. That's why we have that little E letter when you pull it up, the uh, E for explicit on our uh, podcast. So I'm Lance, and with me as always are my co-hosts, uh, Philip and uh, Brian. How are you guys doing? Doing good. Pretty awesome. Snowing yeah. in Texas. Well, yeah. not anymore, we but it was. Snow. We got snow, yeah. but uh, Brian, I think you're the coolest up there, man. I think you're a little cooler yeah. than we are. Yeah, that's what I heard. Yeah, he jumped off the cool cliff. He's downright cold. <laughs> <laughs> All right, then, man. What's your cool of the week, Brian? Things have been kind of hectic with the holiday seasons. Uh, for some reason, my, my wife only wants to watch TV shows, so I did finish yeah. uh, Punisher. Ooh. It, it took me a while. I kind of I kind of stopped after like episode seven because it was it was too slow for me too slow yeah they've been but, doing that yeah but i i will say those last uh what was it uh six six episodes uh-huh uh brought me back definitely and it finished strong yeah you, you're talking about the part where uh where the one guy kind of turned around turned on him a little bit yeah yeah, it got it got and, pretty uh, good after that, man. Yeah, I think I think overall, if if this would it probably would have been in, instead of thirteen, like maybe ten episodes. Couldn't agree more, man. I thought yeah. that thirteenth yeah. that thirteenth episode was totally unnecessary, man. Yeah, you know. So is it on par with uh, Daredevil? Uh, Daredevil's still my favorite, mm-hmm. but okay. um, it's 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 up there because I I really like John Bernthal. Um, yeah, everything everything that had to do with him was was fantastic. It's just uh, it was a little. I know some people were saying, you know, quit complaining, you know, 
it's it's story building, but I just mm-hmm. I just felt like they could have tightened it up a little bit. I got you. I got you. Yeah. But, um, and uh, what else? Uh, caught back up with the gifted, the the X Men show on on Fox. Mm-hmm. I still think it's better than most most X Men movies. Yeah, because it's 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 new characters you're dealing with. You're not dealing with the same characters over and over and. In the movies, they they always was talking about the 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 mutant uh, registration act. Mm-hmm. Yeah. In the TV show, you're past all that. Ah. If you're a mutant, okay. if you're a mutant, you, uh, you're you're getting arrested. No off shit. Top. Yeah, and there there's no X Men, there's no Brotherhood, like they're all gone. And so it's a you know, I, I and it it's just fresh for me, and I'm really digging it and. I think yeah, that's pretty much just uh, those two shows. That's pretty much it. Mm-hmm. I still have not watched The Punisher. I don't know why. I can't um, believe it. <laughs> I know you're the one I had in mind when uh, when the show was announced, man. Yeah, because I was super excited about it, and I just haven't got around to it. Yeah, I think you were the most excited about it on the show. Yeah, no kidding. But uh, what I have, well, and then you guys told me it was slow, and I'm like, ah, ain't nobody got time for this shit. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> um. Uh, what I did watch, though, uh, and I'm loving, is uh, The Exorcist. Ah, Are, is, season anybody two. caught up on that one? I have no. not started season two yet. I, I've been hearing great things about it. Yeah, season two is better than season one. Wow. And, yeah, it's it's like there's something, and I think it's only ten episodes. It's not over yet. I, I think they they're through like eight or nine. Mm-hmm. Um. But it seems like every episode, something big happens. Like, they crammed a lot of story into these ten episodes. So it's like, bam, big event. Bam, big event. It's, you know, like mm-hmm. the first few seasons of The Walking Dead where something big happened every episode. Mm. So I'm definitely stoked about that one. Right. That's 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 my jam right now. That's it, huh? Yeah. A lot of TV, huh, this week? Uh, there's not a whole lot of movies out, huh? Well, yeah, I did some, I did some, uh, I, I did some catching up of movies from 2016 that I hadn't seen. Uh, some stuff that's on Netflix because I took a uh, <clears throat> little, uh, little long weekend trip to New York with the family. So you know that means lots of downloaded shows on the on the iPhone on the on the airplane ride. Oh, okay. Um, movie from 2016. You guys heard of this one? It's called uh, Trash Fire. Oh, with, uh, what's his name from Entourage? Uh, I guess that's where he's from. He looked familiar. I, I, I don't, you know, I, I can't tell, I can't say what the guy's name is. Uh-huh. Um, kind of, kind of, uh, olive complected guy with dark hair. Yeah. Uh, I was going to say, uh, Vincent Chase, but that's not even his real name. That's his <laughs> name yeah. Entourage. But now I know okay. who you're talking about. <laughs> yeah. All right. Yeah. He was, he was in it and, uh, you know, a couple of other people that I'd I'd seen as character actors, but no like huge, um, you know, like superstars or anything like that. But uh, this was directed by uh, Richard Bates Jr. and he did a movie a couple of years ago called Excision. Did you guys ever see that one? Mm-hmm. That was it. I I really enjoyed that one, man. I didn't even realize he'd done it until I kind of looked him up after watching the movie. But uh, no, Trash Fire is about this guy. It's uh. His girlfriend convinces him to to go back home to try to make nice with his uh, sister and grandmother. Um, 
I don't want to give too much away. There was a family tragedy, and um, he felt like it was his fault, and you know that he isolated his family because of that. And so he goes back to try to make nice, and she, she, his girlfriend, that convinced him to go, kind of slowly starts to realize there's a little bit more going on to this family than meets the eye. Um, it's it's a real slow burn, but it's a great movie. If you guys ever get a chance to see Trash Fire, it's on Netflix, so no excuse not to. Oh. Okay. So, uh, Brian, we got some horror headlines, man? Yes, we do. We finally got a release date confirmed. December 29th, Black Mirror Season 4. Right, oh, that's right not too far there. away. Yeah. Yep. And that one, I'm definitely excited for. That's, that's yeah. going to be a day one thing, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's what you said about Punisher, dude. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> yeah, um, I, this is a set date, you know, because before they were talking about right. early 2018, so very happy they uh, pushed cool. it up. Well, they got to help justify those uh, the, the $2 a month more we're paying for Netflix now, I guess. Right? I know, that is so... And I was just and I was just telling my wife like like an hour ago if if it wasn't for the Netflix shows that they get the exclusives sure I don't I don't think I would have Netflix anymore yeah well they got some good shows that's what they're banking on I think man yeah because uh, we've been watching a lot of Hulu and uh, Amazon Prime right and it's just uh, if it, you know when we're done with all the Netflix shows it's just like we don't really watch anything on Netflix. Ah, yeah, they've been getting, for the most part, pretty shitty movies. There's some diamonds in the rough, like that trash fire. Yeah. But, um, for the most part. And did you guys ever see that movie, uh, the other movie that's on there called High Rise? Oh, with uh, Loki? Yeah, yeah, it's actually a pretty damn good movie, man. Yeah, I, I started watching it. It's it's, uh, it's a little slow, but it's yeah, it's weird. The mm-hmm. weirdness keeps you in there a little bit. Right. Yeah, and I know that, uh, uh, Creep Creep Two is coming to Netflix in a week in a week or so. I think. Yeah. Oh, I thought that was already on Netflix. Okay, I'm definitely going to check that one out. Yeah it's, yeah, it's good, man. That was my cool of the week last week. I think. Yeah. Uh, let's see here. We got a uh, we got a uh, some release dates on some upcoming movies. Uh, the Pet Cemetery remake. Uh huh. Um, April nineteenth, two thousand nineteen. It's a it's a long way away to already be uh, having having a release date, isn't it? Yeah, I don't. I think they're just in the pre production right now. I don't even know. Mm-hmm. I, I got my fingers crossed. I'm just hopefully right. um, we've gotten a lot of Stephen King material this uh, this past year, and um, most of it I was I was pretty happy with, mm-hmm. with the exception of. Uh, one movie that uh, uh, spoiler uh, made my my worst of the year list. And it's so. a, oh no, and it's a it's a King adaptation. Yeah. Hmm. Okay. Wasn't too That'd happy with it. So. Well, it couldn't have been Cell because that came out in 2016, right? I'm curious. Uh, no, now. I, haven't, I haven't seen Cell. I heard. I had nothing good about that movie, yeah, so I didn't, even, bad, I didn't even go bad. watch it. I haven't seen it either. <laughs> oh, I know what you're talking about. Yeah, I, yeah. I agree oh. with you. <laughs> I, might have, I might have an idea. Yeah. 
Uh, let's see. Uh, the Hellboy re- uh, reboot gets uh, January 11th, 2019 release date. Hmm. Okay. So definitely looking forward to that with the cast they got. Uh, let's see. Uh, one more release date that was confirmed. Uh, Quentin Tarantino's uh, movie that is uh, connected to the Manson family story, which is not going to be about the Manson family. What? Uh, it's it's going to be centered around what happens with the Manson. It's not going to be about them. So That's... Bizarre. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, it's got a release date of August 9th, 2019, which is okay. the 50th anniversary of the Tate murders. Here's another bizarre one about Quentin Tarantino. Did you guys hear he's doing something with Star Trek? Yes. Yep. Uh, that is that. that is actually uh, my next news item. <laughs> oh. I was going to ask you what you thought about it, Lance. Oh, man. I'm uh, all for it, dude. <laughs> I'm yeah, all in she- on that one, man. <laughs> J.J. Abrams and Quentin Tarantino are working on a Star Trek movie that is going to be rated R. Yeah, I can. Samuel L. Jackson better be in that motherfucker. (laughs) Samuel L. Jackson playing Harry Mudd, maybe, huh? (laughs) And he's going to be Jordy. He would. He would be Q. (laughs) Samuel L. Jackson would be Q. Oh, that would be great. (laughs) That'd be awesome. Oh, and man, that, that would of, be perfect casting, am I right? Yeah, a couple of little facts here I, I had read. Uh, this will be Tarantino's first time directing a franchise film. Huh, um, okay. Word is, he's not writing the movie. He's directing it, which I don't, I don't think is true. That's strange for him. I don't think it's true. I think he'll have a hand in writing it. Yeah, uh, why would he not? Um, different. Let's see, uh, and this will be uh, the first time Star Trek a Star Trek movie is getting the R rate R rating. Mm, I can go for that, man. Well, they finally uh, they finally did their first F bomb on on Discovery, so you know. Oh, did they? Yeah, they did, man. Uh, they sure did <laughs> on CBS All Access. So, <laughs> um, yeah, I guess uh, you know, hey, got to change with the times, right? Yeah. Oh, speaking of CBS All Access, we talked about the Twilight Zone uh, yes. reboot. Uh huh. It is. It has been greenlit. It is cool. for sure happening with uh, Jordan Peele. Well, I'm one of the schmucks shelling out the seven bucks a month, so I'll be seeing it. Is he supposed to like direct all of them? Um, <laughs> I don't know if he's directing all of them, but I know he's he's probably going to ha- have a hand in writing a lot of it, or at least producing. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, interesting. Yeah, uh, can't be too bad, right, Phil? Yeah, and uh, I think that yeah, with the J.J. Abrams and Quentin Tarantino, I mm-hmm. think from for me personally, I thought I think that was the biggest news of the week. So, uh, yep, that is all the news we have. Okay, boys, let's take let's take our little trip down to the trailer park. Uh, Brian, what's the uh, what's the first new trailer to talk about this week? We are going to talk about The Midnight Man. The starring, Midnight Man. Starring Robert England and Lynn Shea mm-hmm. and a bunch of other people i never heard of. <laughs> uh, directed by Travis uh, Zawarni, Z- 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 right. I think. I probably totally fucked up that name. Uh, who cares? Um, <laughs> uh, I 
I'll give my take on it first. Uh, this looks like possibly what the Bye Bye Man should have been. <laughs> I was going to say, this is your Bye Bye Man sequel. Yeah, it's what you've been waiting for, Brian. You're being this a lot is... nicer than I am when you're saying it's what it should have been. <laughs> yeah, I, I I don't know. I think I like the I like the take on it with the games. Okay. If you don't play the games correctly, then he sure. comes for you. But, or Jumanji. Yeah. <laughs> mm. Okay. Well. But um, I don't know. I mean, this is definitely mm-hmm. if it comes on Netflix or something, I- I'll check it out. I'm not going to go seek it out, but right, it looks. Yeah, I can already tell it looks 100 percent better than the Bye Bye Man. Well, uh, yeah. I don't. I don't know about that. It looked pretty bad to me, dude. Oh <laughs> uh, well. That's first, my- Robert England, at least. Yeah. You got Robert England and Lynn Shay already. Yeah, so. England looked to me like he was phoning it in though on the on the on the uh, trailer, dude. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, so, gotta get paid. Oh man, oh yeah. Well, England's not afraid to get paid. He'll definitely show up in movies. <laughs> yeah, time. no doubt about yeah. that. <laughs> um and uh, I couldn't find out for sure, but the, it might be out now. Oh, yeah? Oh, one of those, huh? Yeah. Gotcha. Okay, uh, the next one we're going to move on to is a remake called Day of the Dead Bloodline. Okay. Starring, so, oh, go ahead. No, but is it, but is it a remake? It is, uh, not a true Remake, but mm-hmm. I don't know what they call them. remake reboots. Reimagining. Re-imagining. Re-im- there you go. Yeah. I, I like that reimagining. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Starring uh, Sophie Skelton, Jonathan Skaich, and Jeff Gum. Directed by Hector okay. Hernandez Vasine. It looks interesting. I, I know I I seen the Day of the Dead remake that came out. Yeah. Um, years ago, we had uh, who did it have? Uh, Bing Rames and Nick Cannon, and oh, yeah. that's right. That's it right. was garbage, and it had <laughs> nothing to do. It had nothing to do with the original. Right. So, um, this looks a little bit more closer th- to what the original was. Um, I am a fan of the original, and uh, I think this might be this might surprise people. The gore is definitely there. Yeah. Yeah. So. I think it looks good, man. Sign me up, right. dude. It, zombies and this is like old school Walking Dead before they went all Negan on us. <laughs> right. <laughs> as much yeah. as I love that character, dude, it's not the same show it used to be. <laughs> when I uh, when I started when I started watching this trailer, I was like, oh fuck, come on, man. Do we really need another one? It just looks like scenes right out of the Walking Dead. Nothing new. We're getting way too many zombie movies. But yeah, it sold me about halfway through. It does look fucking amazing. What was that the thing? Zombies about? are alive, man. Was, was there was there a zombie like like vomiting into somebody's oh. mouth or something? Like that? Yeah, that was yeah, that thing, was man. that was yeah. <laughs> it looks really good. I have to say, it looks really good. And I believe George Romero had a hand in helping in uh, writing this too. Okay, well, now we have to see it. Yeah, if I'm, I might be mistaken, but I think he had some way in in. Uh, he had his input in on this one, so I think it's it's worth checking out, and uh, so, uh, we're gonna get it here soon, um, January fifth. Is it gonna be a uh, is it gonna be a major release? 
Um, I think it's you know, going to be like the selected th- selected theaters, I think, but I think uh, overall okay. it's going to be like a VOD. Mm. Well, shit. Hopefully we'll find a way to watch it. I, I wouldn't mind doing that one and pairing it with the original. They, uh, yeah, I, I think I'm... I have to check. I think I might have squeezed it in there January. Okay. Awesome. So, oh, and Lance, uh, I think we'll be able to squeeze in The Prisoners in January. So. Oh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, for sure. The TV show, The Prisoner. Yeah, I got some watching to do. Oh yeah, yeah. That's that's gonna that's gonna be a great show. Definitely. Uh, buddy, our buddy Jack wants to be on there. Yeah. So, uh, like January fifth. Twenty episodes at an hour long each. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> and, and it's BBC, so they really are a full hour, <laughs> like fifty-six <laughs> minutes each. <laughs> okay, and to our final trailer. Which is usually the biggest one of the week. Mm-hmm. Uh, Jurassic World Fallen Kingdom. Ugh. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, now we got to watch it. Just oh, from your reaction. Oh, God. That was the uh, response I was hoping you'd have. <laughs> uh, starring Chris Pratt, Bryce Dallas Howard, Jeff Goldblum, B.D. Wong, Toby Jones, and uh-huh. rumored Sam Neill. Okay. All right, well. Directed by J.A. Bayona. Never heard of him. Uh, I have. That's, uh, uh, what did he do? Uh, oh, The Impossible. That's, uh, that's one of of the directors that, um, that that Russell Jeffrey Banks worked with. Oh. Okay. Um, Uh, that's the, the disaster movie, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That the yeah the tsunami, and he did uh, that newer one that's supposed to be really good called A Monster Calls. I, I haven't seen it. Have you guys checked it out? No, it's oh, uh, it's the animated one, right? Uh, yeah. I, I think the creatures animated, isn't it? Liam Neeson's voice is that? Am I yeah, the right one? Yeah, he's basically Groot. Okay, yeah, but supposedly it's a really good movie, man. I mean, yeah. So yeah, it's, he's a legit director. Um, so you know. I see. Okay, so that that kind of gives this movie a little, a little bit more, a little creepy. And I and I heard they're going more of uh, this movie's supposed to be more scarier. I hope than so, pre- man. Previous the, movies. Yeah, the first one was just uh, the, the new, the newer one uh, a couple of years ago. To me, was just silly, man. Yeah, I mean, well, it's dinosaurs. It's a dinosaur park. Well, and, yeah, but I mean, the, I I just I didn't care for any of the characters, like the little fucking snot-nosed brats that fucking went off yeah, on their own. Yeah. And, you know, give me a break. I, whatever. But Yeah, from I what I've seen, just, they're not in this. <laughs> Hopefully they got eaten. <laughs> yeah. I'd be fine I, with that. I I thought the the Jurassic huh? I thought Jurassic World was pretty entertaining, but it oh, it definitely okay. is not one that stands out to me. Mm-hmm. Uh, not one that I'm you know ready to go back and see again. It it doesn't hold up to the original. And, yeah, uh, I, even I, if I did, oh go ahead. I'm sorry. Oh, I was gonna say I you, there's there's not. I mean, I, I'm gonna go see it because it's Jurassic right. World. But oh yeah, for sure. There's nothing really in the trailer that that I was super. Oh, I gotta see this. You know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was, it, 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 was cool it was a odd. Problem. It was a odd first trailer because it didn't really. There wasn't like a wow factor in it. Yeah, right. and on top like of that, it it didn't really explain the story either. 
Yeah, so. something about him getting blown up. I mean, there's obviously explosions going on. Yeah, so active volcano, I think. Yeah, but um, overall, like Chris Pratt, I I, I like a majority of what he does as far as movies, and yeah. uh, I like Bryce Dallas Howard. She's all right. Um, I really liked her in that Black Mirror episode. Yeah, which um, one was she in? Uh, the one where they um, the one where they get, get like... likes or dislikes on social oh yeah media. yeah yeah okay uh, yeah. nosedive it's called nosedive I think yeah. yeah um and you know Jeff Goldblum's coming back for this one and uh, right. rumored uh, Sam Neill's coming back so I'll watch yeah. it because of Jeff Goldblum go just because of his performance in Thor <laughs> <laughs> it's great. <laughs> Yeah, we'll we'll all we'll all be there. I mean, it's yeah. it's gonna be fun. What I mean, shit. Why would you not watch a dinosaur movie, right? Yeah, and uh, we got a summer release of June twenty second. But of course, <laughs> right in the middle of blockbuster season, right? Yep, yep. And that was our last trailer. All right. Well, uh, so Phil, it's all up to you, man. We got any uh, feedback? You guys hear all the. You guys hear all the petitions going on for Justice League? No. There's like fans that want the the Zack Snyder cut. Oh, and there's fans that want okay. the the Josh Whedon cut. Oh, and I guess uh, yeah, I got Warner Brothers is saying there there is no Zack Snyder cut, and but there's somebody's leaking all these images of. I guess there was a. I guess they did film Superman in the black suit. Oh. And they cut it out the movie. Mm-hmm. And it's just like Warner Brothers is saying one thing, but somebody keeps leaking these like pictures and information. And I don't know. It's pretty it. Warner Brothers just they need to just stop. I don't know what's going on over there. Right. It's got me a little worried for Aquaman now. Yeah. Oh, no. Aquaman's yep, gonna be I, that's the one I'm looking forward to, actually. Yeah, I, it's it's. I, I got faith. I, I liked him, Jason Momoa as Aquaman, and I liked I like. Um, damn, I'm spacing on everything. The tonight. Flash, uh, the Flash kid, Jimmy Fallon. Uh, no, uh, I'm talking about the director. Oh, okay. Oh, uh, the, the con- guy who's going to be directing the. Uh, yeah, he did the Conjuring. Oh, okay. Um, yeah, yeah, James Wan. Yeah, James yeah. Wan. I got I got faith in him. It's it's how Warner Brothers handles these movies. Oh wow. Okay. Hmm. Well, um, there's a lot. Bad, there's a there's a big bad studio hand that goes into all those movies, though. So I'm not right. sure how much the director really has to do with it. Yeah. Mm. I say just yeah, all just, right. just give me more Amber Heard. I'll be okay. Yeah. <laughs> Sold. Uh, so Bede Germain. Says, uh, my last edition of the Horror Down Under column is now online. Be sure to check it out. Uh, they cover Boys in the Trees, which is streaming on Netflix. Mm-hmm. You guys, okay. you guys seen that one? No. I've never heard of it. No, I have, I, I have heard it's okay. I, I haven't, uh, I haven't checked it out, but I've, I've seen it on Netflix a couple of times. All right. I, I didn't get the feeling it was a horror movie, though. I thought it was more just like a weird drama type stuff. I know they some of them dress up like in clown mask and shit, so I don't know. It's like the killer uh, killer clowns. Those for goddamn what? kids in those goddamn trees. Get out of my <laughs> <Right>. trees. 
Uh, uh, let's see. I don't know. We we'll gotta have to check it out, I guess. Yeah, I'll watch it. Uh, we got Brian Fuller and uh, Michael Green are out as American Gods mm. showrunners. Yeah, uh, so they leave half of season two's episodes written. No replacements mm. have been named yet. Uh, mm. Shane Clark says, "Oh shit." Uh, Eddie Ramirez says, "Well, now I wonder if I should even try to catch up on the first season." Yes, because it's good standalone. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. hell yeah. Uh, Patrick Lear says uh, they have the book to use as source material, so I'd say yes as well. Mm-hmm. Hell, who knows? It could be even better. I don't know about that, but anything that was possible, pretty good, I guess. Uh, let's see. Regarding Young Frankenstein, Jack Falvey the Fourth says uh, still the gold standard for both classic monster movies <laughs> and comedies. There you go. Uh, Darren Wilson says uh, fun Christmas episode guys I keep forgetting there was a remake of Black Christmas and then someone brings it up awesome yeah thanks thanks for the feedback Darren we appreciate that man Uh, that's it for listener feedback this week thanks to everybody who reaches out to us Uh, as always we love the feedback and you can reach us at our Facebook or Podbean page or you can email us directly at thehorrorreturnson at gmail.com. Uh, or you can get on iTunes and leave us a review, por favor. Uh, we'd love to hear from you. Let us know what's up. Cool. So that means uh, I guess it's time for our featured attractions. So this week, uh, of course, we had planned to do The Shape of Water, but it appears as though that is still in limited release, and we don't know how much longer it will be. And we're definitely not going to leapfrog over what we're covering next week. Uh, right, Brian? No, I think uh, people are expecting that one. Fucking Star Wars, man! <laughs> uh, that's right, man. Next week is Star Wars week, so uh, I'm sure we'll squeeze the shape of water in there somewhere. But uh, All right, so we're going to go back to the year 1974, which uh, is pretty. I, I thought it was a pretty big year in horror movies. Um, yeah. When you look at some of the titles of, of what came out that year, but... Uh, of the three that we picked, we start out with uh, the original Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Its director was uh, Toby Hooper, of course, also known for Poltergeist, which we've covered on the show before, and uh, also Life Force. Writers Toby Toby Hooper and Kim Hinkle, who is also known for Eaten Alive and Butcher Boys. Uh, director Hooper claims to have gotten the idea for the film while standing in the hardware section of a crowded store. While thinking of a way to get out through the crowd, he spotted the chainsaws. Hey, who hasn't thought of that at one point or another? (laughs) Indeed. Uh, Fucking Black Friday? According to John Larroquette, his payment for doing the opening narration was a marijuana joint. (laughs) That sounds about par for the rest of the guys in this movie. Hey, man, 1974, what are you going to do, man, right? And uh, did you guys? What did you guys think about the music, the score? Uh, it, that was go- all the background music during the all the scenes in the movie. Did you guys like it? I don't really remember a whole oh, lot of music. Dude, just yeah. that yeah. fucking chainsaw me, noise. No, 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 no. I love the soundtrack, man. Yeah. And here, um, here's, do what, Brian? 
I was just about to say, well, there was music in this movie? Nah, well, let me put it to you this way. The soundtrack contains no sounds from musical instruments. Oh, okay. uh, instead, they use sounds an animal would hear inside a slaughterhouse. Oh. Uh, or an abattoir, right? We learned last year with that movie that was the... Uh, wasn't that on your top five, Brian? Yeah, fuck that movie. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but it's I think it's on Netflix if anybody wants to check it out. Yeah, I saw it on Netflix. I, I didn't think it was that bad. I kind of liked it. Um, what did you think about Texas Chainsaw, Brian? Um, this is definitely a classic. This is like a staple. If anybody, if you are just now getting into horror movies, this is like one of the first movies you should check out. Yeah. And if you've already been into horror, you've definitely probably watched this a few times. Um, mm-hmm. This movie, it, it's very dirty, grimy, sweaty. It's just, it, it, it makes you feel all that just watching it. And it's, it's, oh. And one thing that uh, rewatching this, it's uh, what people misunderstand this movie's not really that gory. Right. Yeah, you don't really, you know, you don't really see a lot of the the, the kills, mm-hmm. but at you the same hear. time, they're all yeah, they're all effective. They mm-hmm. they you you feel what everybody's going through, and then they gave us you know horror icons like Leatherface and introduced us to, not introduced us, but made Toby Hooper a name, and yes. which sadly he passed. And um, it also introduces probably one of the most fucked up families in movies, the Sawyers. <laughs> yeah, because <laughs> that that whole dinner scene at the end is wacky as shit, especially uh, Grandpa. Yeah, who is it? it? It that's that that one scene always gets me where where they cut her finger and he's just sucking sucking on the finger. Oh yeah, that's yeah, crazy, it, man. it yeah, it's. Definitely, I fully recommend anybody watching this. The sequels, mm, I like too, but the, right. the, from then on, it just gets out of hand. And but uh, definitely, um, this is probably one of my all-time favorites. Definitely high up on yeah. the list. Oh man, I totally agree with you. This is uh, this is definitely uh, a top ten all-time horror movie for me. Oh, um, oh, easy. Mm-hmm. It's uh it's it's kind of a masterpiece. Okay, so Toby right. Hooper was he he was a uh, uh, was he a college student when he made this, or had he recently graduated? It was something along those lines, right? I don't know, man. I don't I don't know too much too much about uh, the background. From what I remember, uh, and I'm just kind of winging it here, so I'm sure I'll get corrected somewhere along the way. But uh, he was, uh, yeah, it was a uh, like a college project, or uh, he was a recent grad or something. He was a U- UT okay. Lance, right? Um, and uh, you know, from from pain comes greatness, man. Because uh, uh, if you, if you look at the background of this movie, uh, none of the actors really got paid very much, um, sure, because it was just very low budget, and they even had a hard time getting paid at the end. Mm-hmm. Uh, they, uh, the scene where uh, the guy in the wheelchair rolls down the hill, mm-hmm. that was actually the last scene to be shot, and he said he wouldn't do it until he got paid because he still hadn't got paid yet. Oh, so, he thought he <laughs> might really get hurt, huh? Yeah. Who? So, who? Well, Franklin? And he, and he hadn't been Franklin? paid yet. Yeah, right? Franklin. 
Franklin was little shit. Yeah, he? he he is he is the poster child for for you know those characters yeah. where you know they're gonna die. Yeah, right? that that Franklin <laughs> from the moment you meet him. Yeah, Frank, Franklin was doomed. See, and I, like <laughs> I want to say that he's my my one moment that uh, I I don't really like about this movie. My my character that I don't like, but. Okay. I, I think that's intentional, you know? I think he's super obnoxious, like, intentionally. And, uh, like, the other characters, you can tell, get tired of being with him. It was like, oh, why'd you drive this kid along, you know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, no, yeah, I, I think that a lot of the gore and everything was, uh, they left it to your imagination, you know? They had some really gnarly sounds going on in the background, and that scene where he, you know, hangs her up on a hook. Oh wow! Yeah, that was rough. brutal. Yeah, <laughs> um, I mean, all the way up until the very last scene where he's you know swinging the chainsaw around in the sunset. It, it's mm-hmm. it's so gritty, and uh, uh, this is one that I watched as a kid, um, relatively often, and I always grew up thinking that it was real. You always heard those stories. Oh, yeah, absolutely. You know? Yeah, make it look oh, that way from the beginning. Yeah, I I heard every town out there. Somebody had told me at some point or another. Uh, yeah, hey, this is where the Texas Chainsaw Massacre happened, and uh, so I think coming with that lore, um, it was almost like the first found footage movie before found footage. You know, oh, that's a great way to put it, man. And uh, I I liked it, man. I think they set the stage for a lot of stuff in 1974. That was a uh, it, that was a hell of a movie. Yeah, you're right. The remakes mm-hmm. get a little chintzy, but uh, I don't think too, Toby Hooper had really a whole lot to do with those. And uh, what did he? Not. He did the second one, huh? Mm-hmm. Yeah, he yeah. did. He, I yeah. know he directed the second one, and then I think after that, it was kind of like off the rails. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> other people took over and kind of fucked it up a little bit. I think after the uh, the the business disaster that happened on the first one. Uh huh. Um, because even though the movie made a lot of money, the actors and the producers, or the actors and the director and all that did not. <laughs> uh, I think after all that, man, uh, everybody else sort of bailed. Uh, and I, I'm not sure why Toby Hooper did it, but he kept going. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, yeah, definitely a, a classic for me, man. This was, uh, it might be, might be top three horror movies. Top three? Okay. I mean, it's up there with The Exorcist to me. Okay, I got it right here. The concept of the movie arose in the early 1970s while Toby Hooper was working as an assistant film director at the University of Texas at Austin. There you have it. Well, fuck, man. From humble beginnings, huh? Yeah. Yeah, this I don't know I don't know how much I can say about it that you guys haven't already touched on. I mean, this this movie was so fucking far ahead of its time. You know, when when I look at it and some of the other movies from that time period and even like up to 10, 15 years after this, um you you hit the nail right on the head. I was trying to think of what it reminded me of and it really reminded me of an early found footage movie. It it was like a real fucking documentary, especially when they set it up. And you're yeah. right, they did They did such a great job with marketing it and the word of mouth. And it was just like, I'm, I'm with you, Phil. I, I, every town you're in, they say, well, yeah, it happened here. Or, no, it happened right down the road. Or, yeah, it happened just outside of Austin. 
everybody thinks it's fucking real. That it's a true this story. shit was scary. As a kid, yeah. this was fucking scary. You know, you know what this was? This was because I re when I rewatched it, I, I watched it at work in full daylight in my office uh, during my lunch break, and I'm like, you know, nothing's gonna scare me. Maybe fucking it's just fucking brutal, and it's it's a it's a horror. It's the, uh, imagine that it's actually a horror movie that's fucking scary as hell. You know, and it's just yeah. the brutality of it, and just. Uh, I mean, let let let's not let's not discount uh, Gunner Gunner Hansen's acting in this. You know, mm-hmm. he doesn't say a goddamn word, but the guy is so fucking frightening. You know, just um, when he's chasing her through the woods and stuff like that, and it's just yeah. um, man. Obviously, this is the movie Rob Zombie wish he could make, right? Oh yeah, exactly. <laughs> I think he picked a bunch of stuff off of this. Oh, and that chainsaw noise that's just going. Yes. And it, yes. you you can't tell how far away the killer is. It's just mm-hmm. this change. Like if you're not scared shitless during that scene, then you have not really been watching the movie. Yeah, it's a it's a straight up classic for sure. You guys you guys want to do scores? Sure. Uh, I am going to give it a nine out of ten. It's a good 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 high score, man. Yeah, um, definite classic. Mm-hmm. Um, you brought up Gunner Gunner Hansen. Uh, what was the what was the lead actress? Marion Burns. Uh, Marilyn Burns. Yeah. Marilyn she, Burns. She yeah, passed, she, she is definitely too long ago too. Yeah, so um, she's also uh, she's an iconic uh, scene at the end with her, you know, getting away, her just like hysterically laughing mm-hmm. in the back you know, of the yeah. pickup truck. Yeah, she's she's one of those memorable uh, final girls. Yes, and um, wanted to bring her up. So it, this is definitely if you haven't watched this, uh, check it out. It is it is it is amazing and iconic in every way, from the director to the to Leatherface to all kinds of stuff. And it's definitely a must watch for all horror fans. Uh, I am, well, I mean, I already said it was top three for me. It's, uh, probably The Exorcist, The Thing, and Texas Chainsaw Massacre. That's a Uh, a strong three, dude. (laughs) Yeah. I'm gonna, I'm gonna give it a ten. I think it's a masterpiece. I think it's a masterpiece. Yeah, I almost want to take, uh, like a half a point away for, uh... Franklin. Yeah, Franklin. No! Uh, He was funny, Stupid fucking raspberries that... (laughs) That's <laughs> that, such a that, dumb scene. <laughs> that's where my point got taken away. Was fucking. Uh, no, you guys can't do that. Now that's not fucking fair. That added to the to the movie. Oh, what did you guys think about the music that was playing in the background in the in the van? That that fucking corny ass nineteen seventies kind of like tie a yellow ribbon around the old oak tree type of. Oh sound yeah, music. like almost a, a a ragtime type sound to it. When the, yeah. when the fucking hitchhiker was in cutting his arm and everything. <laughs> oh, dude, that was a great scene, <laughs> man. fucking amazing, huh? Every scene in this movie was great. It's it's just so many people have picked up from this one and, and used these horror tropes in, in their stuff, you know? Absolutely, man. Like I say, way ahead of its time. Mm. Yeah, this this movie could almost be made now. Of course, if they made it now, they would they would probably think it was sort of like making fun of those, you know, 70s and 80s horror movies yeah but you know with a few changes to it a few modernizations they could you know they, the basic storyline and the brutality of it that it could happen now you know well even the remake wasn't wasn't bad i didn't wasn't think. bad at all the one with yeah. jessica beale yeah mm-hmm. 
Yeah, it wasn't too bad. I thought it was kind of weird having R. Lee Ermy as the sheriff or whatever. Oh, I liked it. <laughs> it's kind yeah. of bizarre. It, that it guy can do whatever me. he wants to. <laughs> right. <laughs> I only know two things from Texas, boy. Steelers and queers, and I don't see any horns on you. <laughs> man, that's another oh, one of my favorite movies. Yeah, we got to do a Kubrick week, man. Yeah. <laughs> but we digress, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, fuck, dude. Ten out of ten, huh? Yeah, that's that's mine. Man, I'm I'm right up there with you guys, man. I get I I don't quite go the, go as high as you guys did, but I give it a I give it an incredibly strong eight point five. It's uh, I mean, it's just got it. It's got what you want out of a horror movie, and um, just goes to show you don't have to have all that gore as long as you got the sound effects and you've got the acting and. You've got the, the the realism of the way that it's shot and everything. Um, and I did really love the kind of almost com- comedy nature. Like, a lot of those Sawyer family characters were just kind of like... The, the guy that worked at the uh, gas station? Yeah. <laughs> he got back at the dinner table and he was, you know, saying, Shut the fuck up! <laughs> you dumbass! You know? <laughs> oh, man. And the way he would just... He would tell her, Now, now, it's all right. I'm not going to hurt you. I'm not going to hurt you. He'd say that while he's poking her with a stick. <laughs> She's tied up. <laughs> it's just like, oh, man, it's a great movie. It really It's a messed is. up movie. It's so it's messed up. It's a messed up movie. I think we all strongly, strongly recommend this one, right? Uh, it's, it's, it's a must-see for any horror mm-hmm. fan. It is on that must-see list. All right. Well, so 74 is off to a rocking start, guys. Uh I, I think we're about to cover another must-see, and that's uh, not quite horror, not quite comedy, but a little of each. Uh, Mel Brooks' Young Frankenstein. Or should I say Frankenstein? <laughs> Froderick Frankenstein. Froderick. <laughs> <laughs> the, uh, the director was uh, Mel Brooks, also known for Spaceballs and, of course, Blazing Saddles, as, long, as well as many others. Uh, writers Mel Brooks with Gene Wilder. Uh, and when Mel Brooks was preparing for this film, he discovered that Ken Strickfaden, who'd made the elaborate electrical machinery for the lab sequences in the original Universal films, was still alive and living in the Los Angeles area. So Brooks paid him a visit and found out that he had stored all the equipment in his garage. Brooks made a deal to rent the equipment and gave Strickfaden the screen credit he deserved that he didn't get for the original films. So if the uh, equipment in the lab looks familiar, there's a good reason. (laughs) Well, there you go. Um, The cast, and especially Mel Brooks, had so much fun, and they were actually really upset when principal photography was completed. Uh, So Mel added a whole bunch of extra scenes so they could continue shooting. (laughs) (laughs) You don't hear that very often. That's awesome. Yeah. (laughs) That is fucking I, I love that story. Uh, and then final piece of trivia before we get let you go first, Philip, because you're our comedy guy. Oh, okay. Uh, Premier Magazine voted this movie as one of the 50 greatest comedies of all time. So there you have it. Bill, what do you think? Yeah, I mean, I, well, 50 greatest comedies is a, is a pretty wide range. Uh, I think it definitely belongs there, though. I mean, it's Mel Brooks. I'm sure he's got six movies in there. Right. Um, did you know that Igor... Those are actually his eyes, man. That's what that dude yeah. looks like. Yeah, it used to, 
He used to scare me when I was a kid. Oh no shit! Because I, I see I seen him in another movie, and he the eyes. You know, I was like, "Why is his eyes like that in this movie?" My dad was like, "That's that's what he looks like." <laughs> I was like, "That's that, crazy." Was that yeah. was that the one where he played a guy in the French Foreign Legion or something like that? I think so. We had the funny hat on. Yeah, and I was just that's, that's like freaked out by his eyes. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. He was uh, he was gold in this movie. I loved his character. Igor. He was so fun. Igor. Yeah, man. And he was so quick on the draw on everything. Sure. All his little punchlines were just perfect. Mm-hmm. Uh, I I don't I don't know if it holds up quite as well as uh, like Blazing Saddles or uh, uh, some of his other stuff, you know, but. It, it it is definitely a classic, and uh, I love yeah. going back and watching it again. Uh, my daughter actually sat with me and watched it. Uh, cool. And I, she's four, and uh, she she wanted to watch it again. It was Frankenstein, you know. She was happy about Frankenstein. She wanted to watch mm-hmm. it. Um, I I I kind of loved it, man. Uh, it's not something I I, I probably want to watch every year. Uh, but if right. you haven't seen it in a while, definitely go back and revisit it, man. Some of the some of the jokes are definitely corny uh, and had me rolling my eyes, but uh, some of them had me laughing out loud. They were pretty funny. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was. Um, it's not my favorite Mel Brooks. I think I think my favorites from him would be uh, Blazing Saddles, of course, at the top, and then History of the World Part One. Yeah, it's really good. I, I, I'm still waiting for History of the World Part Two. Damn it! He promised it at the end. Where the fuck is it? You know. <laughs> um, but you know, Mel Brooks has quit has quit directing uh, movies, and um, I think we talked about this on a prior show. I was telling you guys that the reason that he said he quit doing movies, he says the fucking political correctness has kill has killed comedy. Well, coming from the director of Blazing Saddles, that makes absolute sense. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he said you can't make a you're not your hands are tied. You can't make a fucking funny movie anymore the way you want to. So he said, "Fuck it, I just got out." Um, but this it, it's such a loving tribute not only to all the old uh, you know, Universal movies, Frankenstein and all that, but you know, obviously the putting on the Ritz scene was right out of King Kong, no doubt about that. Um, <laughs> it's great he, though. Yeah, it's fucking raised dad. <laughs> <laughs> there, there were a lot of uh, there were a lot of nods to other horror movies, and then of course, you know they 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 put the Bride of Frankenstein stuff in there as well, you know too, and a lot of, a lot of scenes right out of the original movies, like the little girl where he was picking the flowers, and you're like, oh, we've run out of petals. Now what are we gonna do? You know, like in the original <laughs> movie, he threw her in the lake, but in this, yeah. One, I think what he got on the seesaw and she ended up flying into the window. Yeah, oh, but, yeah. but before then, I still like after she says that he kind of glances at the camera. Oh yeah, like with a nod <laughs> and a wink. On yeah, it, huh? yeah. It's a it's a hilarious movie, man. I, I don't think anybody did did a bad job. I didn't re- I didn't remember uh, Terry Garby in that cute. You know, I was about to say how gorgeous was his assistant. Holy roll, roll, roll in the hay. <laughs> yes, not a problem. I will be there in a second. <laughs> well, you guys, you guys know they have a musical now, right? Young Frankenstein the musical is playing on Broadway now. Yeah, I heard about that. You know, I don't know how good it is. I mean, it can't be too bad, right? Putting yeah. on the Ritz. Right? I'm sure that scene's in there. What'd you guys think of uh, Cloris Leachman as Frau Blücher? <laughs> with, the, with the horses. Yeah. Every she time was, you, yeah. 
She was old in 1974, man. <laughs> I can't believe she's still around. Or is she dead? Oh, man. Uh, I think she's still kicking. As far I as think I know. she's still kicking, too. I know she was on Dancing with the Stars not too long ago. Yeah, literally kicking, huh? <laughs> yep, and Holy she shit. is. Everybody else in the cast is dead, and she's still alive. What the fuck? Yeah, she is 91. And she's wow. uh, probably older than all of them. Yeah. <laughs> Amazing. Amazing. Yeah. Hey, yeah. hey, I just got a message from our uh, our interview guest, guys. We're It sounds like we're on. So we won't say cool. too much, but uh, you guys may have a bonus episode coming up, listeners. Woo! Yeah. Says we're all good, so cool. Uh, all right, didn't mean to interrupt, Brian. Uh, I was just going to say, um, I, I really liked uh, Madeline Kahn in this, too, as... Uh, as um, the wife? <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you know who she reminds wife? me of? Uh, yeah. Oh, the chick from Saturday Night Live. The blonde what? girl. Oh, uh, uh, Roseanne, Rosanna Dana. No, 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 no. The one that uh, Gene Wilder married in real life, no? No, the one that, like, from now, uh, oh, that's, that's oh, still on us now. I, yeah. Okay. She did the Ghostbusters movie. Fuck, I can't remember oh, her name. Oh, um, Kate McKenna? Kate McKenna. She reminds no me of shit. Kate McKenna. Really? Okay. Yeah, a little bit. She's got that kind of, uh, I don't know, weird quirky cocky mm-hmm. thing <laughs> i guess i can kind of see that maybe kate mckinnon got a lot of her uh a- acting chops from watching madeline Kahn. you know very possible and, uh, and uh, similar personalities mm-hmm. and another thing i never caught until i just rewatched it uh gene hackman's in this movie yeah. <laughs> oh, <laughs> yeah. The uh, the old blind monk or whatever. Yeah. I, <laughs> the whole time I was like, never, Who the fuck is this guy? What well, I know right. him. <laughs> yeah, I never noticed, and I probably this is probably I probably watched this more than other Mel Brooks. Well, maybe Spaceballs, but yeah, um, classic. And I've never noticed that was Gene Hackman, and then I'm looking, and I was like, is that fucking Gene Hackman? And I had to look it up, and it just blew my mind. After all these years, I just never noticed. Oh, I had to look it up. I I, cool. I knew that I knew who he was, right? and Lex it was Luther killing me himself. that I couldn't figure it out. Yeah, <laughs> that, that's what I, that's what I said. This fucking Lex, Lex Luthor <laughs> with a lot more hair. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, this is as far as me. This is I, I kind of hold this up there because this is this is a movie that me and my father watched. Uh, along with Spaceballs, so the, those are my top two uh, Mel Brooks movies right there. And then plus, right as a kid, you know Gene Wilder and uh, Willy Wonka. Yeah. And now, and now he's uh, basically you know Doctor Frankenstein. You know, so this this was very high up there with me as a kid, and definitely I still enjoy watching it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's uh, it's a great it's a great comedy, man. I I don't think I've ever seen a Mel Brooks movie that I didn't like. You know, some some are better than others, but uh, <laughs> yeah, I mean, this was this, this was such a love letter to uh, to the old to the old classic uh, monster movies, man. Very well done, very mm-hmm. well done. And he was doing this shit, you know, I, I I guess before like Airplane and all that, right? Or was it about the same time? Definitely uh, doing it way before like Scary Movie. That's for sure. Yeah. Well, yeah, he's 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 where that I, I think he kind of is part of the origins of mm-hmm. the, you know, the funny the Jewish movie. thing. 
You know? Ah, yes, of course. <laughs> like Mel Brooks, dude. Yeah. I, that is that is your classic funny Jew. I, I don't know if that was racist or not. I hope no, not. <laughs> it is what it is, you know? But he's hilarious, man. I love that guy. Yeah. yeah. One of my favorite favorite directors of all time, for sure, man. Especially especially in comedy, you know? Absolutely. But, uh, you guys ready to ready to score it? Yep. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to say I think it is definitely on a must watch list if you've never seen it. Um, but I can't give it a whole lot more than an eight because it doesn't, I don't think it holds up quite as well as, uh, sure. as some of the others. Uh, but it's definitely, definitely funny. Go check it out. Cool. Yeah, I'm right there with you, brother. Eight. I give it an eight as well. I give it an eight, and I would say it is an absolute must watch. For sure, and if you love classic horror movies, and if you love uh, non politically correct comedy, and cleavage, and uh, you know racist jokes and all that, you'll love it. Oh, there <laughs> was some movie. great cleavage in there. Oh, for sure, man. <laughs> for seventy four. What? No wow. It's <laughs> <laughs> exactly what I was thinking. <laughs> um. Because it's Mel Brooks and because it's Gene Wilder, and yes, uh, I have to bring up Terry Gar again because she was pretty smoking hot in this movie. I am going to give another nine out of ten. Very nice, nice. This is uh, for me. This is a classic Mel Brooks, and this is this is really up there. And it and it takes comedy and horror and just kind of just you know it's a perfect blend for me. Yes, of a classic horror movie with comedy added and. Definitely, I I'll, I agree. Everybody should watch this. Check it yep. out. Agreed, agreed, man. We're on a roll here. Nineteen seventy four is feeling like a fantastic year right now, huh? Yeah. Yep. All right, so let's uh, move on to our third because when we do the year in, we always cover uh, three features. So next is going to be the cult classic Black Christmas, director of Bob Clark, also known for Porky's and A Christmas Story. If you can believe that. Huh. <laughs> yeah, that kind of blew me away. <laughs> uh, writer was Roy Moore, also known for The Last Chase. I have no idea what that is. Um, shooting the search party scenes in the park proved to be quite difficult, as the temperature was a freezing 10 degrees Fahrenheit during the night of filming. <laughs> and Brian, Brian from Alaska is over here saying, Phew, pussies, that's nothing. 10 degrees, shit. 10 degrees. I'm wearing shorts. <laughs> <laughs> um, oh, this I gotta get my nuts out. They're too hot. <laughs> hey, this is interesting, guys. Because this takes this, it. this take, it right. takes this takes. Oh, shit. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> All right. This uh, this takes us back to our first year in horror, which is 1960. The film was initially thought to be the first slasher film ever to put the audience in the killer's point of view. But, Brian, of course, we know what other movie did that first. Halloween. Uh, no, before that. Before oh. Halloween. Way yeah. before oh, that. Before, oh. Uh, the show oh. we did with Marcy, Marcy on with oh, us. Oh, Peeping Tom. Peeping Tom. Uh, yeah. <laughs> and then the convention was then popularized by Halloween. How about that? Oh, that's, yeah. All right. Uh, the role of Mrs. Mack was originally offered to Betty Davis, who turned it down. I can't imagine why. Um, <laughs> I, I think I'd better let you guys go first on this one. 
I, I'll go first. I'm I'm probably gonna piss people off. I fucking hated this movie. <laughs> Did you? This I thought I was bored out of my mind. When when I watch a movie, if I constantly reach for my phone to look up stuff, uh, then it, it's it's background it's background noise. Right. I, I didn't. I thought everybody was terrible in this movie. Uh, uh-huh. Billy Billy was intriguing the whole, but you didn't really get no really mm-hmm. explanation on him, right. and it kind of pissed me off. And I I did I have seen the remake. I actually like the remake. Yeah. The remake has some good kills in it. It has some fucking it has some Shit. hot women in that movie. Yeah, this one had neither. Well, Margot Kidder looked pretty good, but uh <laughs> shit. That Lois Lane? That. I mean, when when yeah, that was Lois Lane. When when one of your quote-unquote hot chicks is Andrea Martin from SCTV Comedy Network, <laughs> you know you're in trouble. <laughs> is that who she was? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> But oh, I mean, I, I understand this. The people hold this up as a classic, especially right. in the, the slasher genre. But it, it just—I was just waiting for it to be over. I'm just right. horrible. There's <laughs> 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 nothing happened, and the fuck. Right. I mean, I got—I got slightly interested, like when when you first get the phone calls, because that—that that is, he was just fucking crazy on them phone calls yeah. and just nasty and just right. saying whatever and okay I was like this is about to get good and then yeah it's gonna be some good kills here watch look yeah and then her her boyfriend or whatever the main the, the lead actors I fucking hated him mm-hmm. with his constant fucking crying and whining and right <laughs> I don't know I was just, this movie was horrible <laughs> I Ouch. think Philip Philip liked it I think uh, you know, I, 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 I respect it a lot. I can see uh-huh. kind of both sides of this one. Uh, I, I think I'm sort of middle ground because I mean, it was 1974. I think that they did a lot of things that had never been done before. And a lot of things that have been copied, uh, scream, uh, fucking Halloween wouldn't have happened without this movie. Mm. Um, mm, I think it still might have. <laughs> well, Okay. Listen opinion. to this. Sorry. Listen to this story. Apparently, okay. um, John Carpenter uh, used to hang out with Bob Clark, oh. and uh, Bob Clark's idea for a sequel to this movie was Halloween. You're kidding. Yeah. So that's where John Carpenter got it Carpenter from. Carpenter stole it from him, huh? Yeah. Well, I don't know if he stole it. I think they were buddies, but uh, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, that's I think was the muse for Halloween. Oh, um. Man. I think I also I really liked the uh, the sounds in this movie, like okay. they were really grotesque, man. Like right, yeah the 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 breathing of the killer while he's climbing around, and that was that was really uh, uh, a little too real, maybe. And then um, like when he's on the phone and making all these disgusting fucking noises and shit. Yeah, that was kind of <laughs> weird, huh? Yeah, it was uh it was slightly disturbing. I was thinking, man, for for 1974, this movie's pushing some boundaries. Yeah, uh, it, that for for me if if there was just more Billy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think this would have been better for me. Yeah. Uh but but yeah, I definitely see what you're saying because uh I got I got bored a few times in it too. And right. uh 
I found a lot of times where I was uh, sort of spacing out. I'd actually never seen this before, nor had mm-hmm. I. Ha- I haven't seen the remake. I haven't actually ever really heard of it. Sorry. Okay, I've heard of it. <laughs> I, I've heard of it quite a bit, actually. Yeah, but uh, yeah, I, I think uh, a lot of uh, a lot of horror movies in that genre, Scream especially, mm-hmm. uh, owe their livelihood to this movie, but. This may have been laying some groundwork and maybe, you know, putting the foundation down. Uh, but the nice, you know, shutters and painted house weren't quite there yet to me. Does that make right. sense? Yeah, makes perfect sense. Absolutely. You're giving it the uh, respect for being the, the uh, I guess, inspirational film for other movies that it was. Yeah. And it was it was it was nitty and gritty and mean, man. It just it, but it yep. didn't it didn't quite do it for me. Okay, cool. Um, I'm probably uh, in a little bit different camp. I did I didn't know all that uh, that trivia that that you brought about uh, the Carpenter connection, all that. <clears throat> but uh, uh, come on, man, <laughs> this was a fucking piece of shit. <laughs> there's, there's no way around it. All right, so here's the thing I want to do though. I want to see the remake. Uh, listen to this. Listen to this. Who's who of of of, of hot Hollywood actresses? Uh, Katie Cassidy, uh, Michelle Trachtenberg, Mary oh. Elizabeth Winstead, Lacey Chabert. Yeah, I want to go see the new one. <laughs> Fuck that. Especially if you're saying there were no fucking good kills in this movie, man. Okay, putting a plastic bag over somebody's face, and then what? What they do? Fucking tied the Miss Mac to a goddamn chain and put through her down that, an elevator shaft that, or that's, something. That was more comedic. The way that yeah, he yeah, just yanked her out. Yeah. Yeah. It was kind thing. of comedic. I guess it was supposed to be, but, and then, you know, you, you so you see a couple of dead bodies with blood on them, but I didn't I didn't see them killed. It, was I looking down at my phone at that part or something? Uh, the two no. chicks in the bed that had blood all over them? Yeah, this was fucking, this was a snooze fest for me, dude. <laughs> I'm I'm just like Brian, man. I kept getting on social media, looking at my phone, just fucking praying that this movie would end. And you know, <laughs> Texas Chainsaw Massacre was an hour and twenty three minutes. This one was a fucking hour and thirty eight minutes. I kind of wish that was flip flop. You know, um, I don't have anything nice to say about this movie, man. It's a piece of crap, garbage, <laughs> terrible, Ouch. and it looks so dated. I'm going to be honest with you. You guys know I didn't even really care for Peeping Tom. I'd watch Peeping Tom ten times before I'd watch this piece of shit again. Woo! Give me a fucking break, dude. <laughs> Terrible. If this was uh with this year, this would be on the bottom five, hands down. Ouch. No doubt about it. But, you know, the other two we talked about, if they'd come out this year, probably would have been in my top five. So, you know, it all evens out. Yeah. But, um, yeah, anyway, what, what else you guys want to say about this one? Um, I kind of feel like if anything nice was to be said, Philip already said it. Cause yeah, I'm that's trying about to all the nice I like John Saxon in it. it. John Saxon, yeah. yeah. Yeah, John Saxon's always good, but even he was kind of kind of milk toast in this one, you know. <laughs> it's just it was it was a yawner for me, man. I, you know, I'm just not a big. I I don't slasher movies are not really my genre, man. It, right? I, yeah, really I kind of don't dig it. Yeah, and I mean, I guess you could classify Texas Chainsaw Massacre as kind of a slasher movie, but it had so much lore and, yes. and bigger-than-life shit that came with it. 
that it was it was it was like it was like sci-fi shit that could really happen like the exorcist and it was good acting well except yeah you guys did like the guy in the wheelchair fucking franklin (laughs) i I think funniest parts of the movie (laughs) i think that was probably good acting and he uh-huh. was supposed to be annoying. Supposed which to be annoying. I found yeah, kind of like kind of like Rain Wilson in House of a Thousand Corpses. <laughs> yeah, right. He drew. I think I think Zombie got straight inspiration for that character from the, from him. Oh yeah, this you know uh, was the same it, same setup, right? Yeah, House of a Thousand Corpses would not have happened without Texas Chainsaw Massacre oh, yeah, at no all. Doubt. Like he he basically ripped off the entire movie. <laughs> I mean, yeah, and I don't want to say sure, ripped man. off because I like House of a Thousand Corpses, and I actually really respect Rob Zombie. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, I mean, it was it was an homage to Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Okay, well, uh, I'm, gonna, I'm gonna go see. I'm gonna go see the remake of Black Christmas. Yeah, and, I, uh, I actually, I, I really did actually enjoy the remake. Right. Um, I will bring back my stupid people segment. Oh, idiot! Oh man, here it's we go. Been a while. Uh, <laughs> I don't know that I was music. paying enough attention to see any stupid uh, people. I'm sorry. I don't. I don't know. I don't know what he is or not a, a deputy or something. Right. You don't fucking know what Felatio is. <laughs> Felatio <laughs> Drive or whatever the. Oh yeah, which he was talking. Oh, yeah, and everybody's like, oh boy, that was, oh it's a sex thing, huh? Right. That and was then, uh, a really bad Bart Simpson joke. Yeah, and then we get him later. Right. Yeah, then we get him later with the explicit directions on to call her, let her know there's someone in the house. Don't tell her why. Just tell her to leave. And then within ten seconds, <laughs> yeah. he was like, "There's fucking somebody in the house. Just run." And nobody and nobody was leaving the house. No. So. Jesus Christ. Well, they were all dead at that point, except yeah. her. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. I think it's funny that we're in the middle of our conversation about Black Christmas. We went back to Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Again. Yeah. Well, that, that, that says about a lot. Up. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right, Brian, fire away, man. I don't have anything else. Uh, <laughs> or what are we doing? Ratings? What's your score? Yeah. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> um, oh, shit. We shit all over this movie, man. I feel bad. (laughs) You you didn't. You said some good things. Because of where it stands in the slasher genre, and I did like, I'm not going to say the character of Billy, the idea of Billy. Mm -hmm. I'm going to give it a three. Wow. (laughs) (laughs) I was going to say not bad, but I I can't say that with a straight face. No, well, I expected. <laughs> oh man, <laughs> Phil. Oh, is that me? Oh, okay, uh, I'm gonna say I'm gonna give it a five. Uh, okay. I think. Well, because yeah, man, I, it, I I definitely see where you guys are coming from, and uh, uh, the only good stuff I have to say about it is things that I looked up because I, I wasn't really right. paying attention. <laughs> Yeah, so fair, fair enough. That kind says most of it. <laughs> I watched the whole thing, but mm-hmm. I don't know if I actually watched any of it. Oh, until it here, Until it got same really here. loud and disgusting sounding. Because yeah. there was a lot of those moments. Right. Too, it, bad man. 
too bad there weren't any good kills to go with the disgusting sounds, you know? Yeah. They set the stage for a lot of horror, though. Hey, yeah. they, saved, they saved the kills for the remake. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm going to check it out, man. That's on my list now. Um, all right. Yeah. So a three and a five. So, so far, we can't really suggest this too strongly. I'm going to give it a two. <laughs> so, uh, like I said, it would it would be it would be on the it would be on the bottom five. I'm pretty confident. If uh, if if we were recording this podcast in 1974, <laughs> and it's on the like top horror movie list of 1974, I, I don't get it, man. I don't get it. I, I would say maybe if I watch it again, but ain't gonna happen. There's too many other good movies out there to watch. But I will say this: um, there's two Christmas horror movies that I've always heard about and I've never seen, and I watched them both for the first time this year. One of them was this, which I absolutely hated. And one of them I really loved. It's like my new favorite uh, Christmas horror movie, and that was that Silent Night, Deadly Night. Mm. So it was it was worth it, man. You know, you got yeah. you got to dig around a little bit to find the diamonds. So it was pretty great. You know? Yeah, yeah. And that had a Billy too, man. Yeah. <laughs> Which I'm sure they got from this movie. Probably so. Probably <laughs> so. But um, all right. Well, that's it. Uh, we definitely want to thank you, all, you guys for all listening to another episode of The Horror Returns. Uh, we would love to hear your feedback and ideas. You can always reach us at thehorrorreturns at gmail.com. Uh, be sure to follow us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and Podbean. Just search for The Horror Returns. And uh, look for us on iTunes. And if you like what you hear, uh, you know, give us a rating and a review. Uh, next week might be a long show. It's uh, it's gonna be a doozy. It's uh, it's Star Wars week once again. Oh, it will be. Uh, oh and, yes. Uh, we it we may have to cut, we may have to cut it into two parts. I don't know how that's gonna work <laughs> out, but it that may be a tough one. Um, but we are gonna be joined by guest uh, Denny Lewis from the After Midnight podcast, as well as our real good friend of the show J- uh, Jay Black from California. Oh, yeah, that'll be a long show. Uh, (laughs) Get this. We're going to cover The Last Jedi, of course. Uh, But we're also going to cover episodes four, five, and six. Woo! Yeah. And if you you grew up like I did. Both of those guys? Man, if you you grew up like I did, Star Wars, Return of the the Empire Strikes Back, and Return of the Jedi, none of this episode four, five. Hey, I rewatched them. They're yeah. they're 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 not that bad, man. Not that oh, bad. No. Yeah, classics, dude. Well, we'll yeah. oh, no, 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 no. I'm talking about like episode one, two, oh, and three. Oh, one, two, and three. Yeah, yeah. I didn't dive back into those this time. Yeah, yeah. No. me, not, me and my not the trilogy. The trilogy is the trilogy. Yeah, me and my son are doing the one through seven plus Rogue One. Yeah, we we, we, we skipped Rogue One. One. I know Mm. we skipped it, but it was a good one. Yeah. Oh, I was I just uh, rewatched A New Hope uh, last night. And uh, you know what? It just it makes me respect Rogue One all the more. I mean, they tied they tied it together seamlessly. Yeah. What happened in in this one, man? You got You got to throw some love out to Rogue One. That was actually one of my top five last year. Yep. So yeah. I'm very hopeful about this one as well, you know? Yeah, they're they're giving Ryan Johnson his own trilogy. Well, I think we're all we're all waiting with have you guys gotten your tickets yet? 
Yep. Uh, nope. I haven't got you mine. You gonna try to you gonna try to luck out and movie pass this one, Brian? I don't think I'm gonna take that chance, dude. No. Oh, that. I know this is the end of the show, but movie pass. You're on my fucking bad bullshit of the week. No, oh, what, what happened? happened? I I signed up for that year membership. For the six ninety five, you know, yeah. and you just basically you pay eighty nine ninety five uh, in advance, right? Yeah, and they said you will be charged on your next billing cycle. My next billing cycle passed. They charged me for the nine ninety five. Yes, I pulled up my I pulled up my email, clicked on the thing to see what happened, and it doesn't even take me where it did last time. Oh, maybe they decided <laughs> not to do that at the last minute. They're like, oh, wait a minute, this is a really bad idea. You know what? Nine, Look, yeah, $10 nine, a month was a bad idea. You know what? Nine, I, I'm happy with nine ninety five a month. Yeah, there's already, I, there's already some chains trying to compete with it, like Cinemark has their own thing now. Yeah, I, I'm not complaining really, but I just, I was, yeah. that that was a, a, an amazing fucking deal right there. Mm-hmm. And now it's like it don't exist because it yeah. doesn't. Well, We'll see, Especially dude. after you tried to sign up for it. That's shitty. Well, let me put it to you this way. I, I just got the wife signed up, and she 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 probably sees, you know, maybe on average two movies a month. It's it's still it's she's still coming out ahead. Yeah. You know? You just so, you just signed her up? Yeah, I just signed her up. And this it took me over a month to get my card. It took her less than a week. So they're definitely getting caught up now. Okay. Taking care of their people. So I uh, hadn't even got mine because I'm a piece of shit and I'm lazy. Uh, you know, <laughs> it's it's a smart idea, dude. Yeah, yeah definitely but, doing but it. Some money. <laughs> well, back to your question, Lance. No, I'm not movie passing it because I'm taking yeah. the taking take all the kids. Chance, yeah, right? I'm taking all the kids with me, and we're probably probably IMAXing it. We're going to go to the AJ and I are going to the 8 a.m. Saturday, and I've, I'm keeping my eye on the seats. So far, it looks like, well, I don't, I don't think I want to try to take a chance movie pass, and it fucking, I'll probably buy the tickets Monday morning when I get to work. Yeah, okay. Why not? Even though it's an 8 a.m. showing, you know, and normally nobody would be there, but this isn't just a regular movie. Right. Yeah. Star Wars. Yep. So, uh, until the horror returns again, Phil. Goo. <laughs>